Yo, gym rapper, the sounding extra, extra, extra lame. Put you in your place, call that real estate. Rap in South Korea, that's where we fucking be. Fuck. Sicky, you got me? You know, I tried your uh, <clears throat> your goofy thing the other day because uh, our nephews were in town. Uh, I mean, their parents were yeah. too, but uh, they were in town and one of them, <laughs> they just got back from, they went to Galveston for a, a yeah. Disney cruise. And so the, the littlest one, Nolan, was was talking about all the different characters that he met on the ship. And he uh, got to Goofy and he got really excited. And I was like, gorge. And I, I tried to do a Brent. Uh, he, he, seemed yeah. to, he seemed to enjoy it, though. Oh, okay. Well, uh, good. He seemed that's, to enjoy all, that all of the, mm-hmm. the characters on there. Apparently, Stitch is huge on the ships, which I think is uh, really interesting for that movie. It makes sense, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, he's... Uh... That, that movie takes place in Hawaii, where there's plenty of water mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, you know, what better character to have on the seas than Stitch? Except for the cast of Moana, but otherwise. <laughs> they might have been there, too, but no one mentioned them. <laughs> <laughs> the kids were talking about, yeah, kind of like the classic characters. They saw, like, Minnie Mouse. Uh, they were pretty excited about and stuff. can't remember the rest of them. Oh, uh, she's separated from Mickey. Ooh, I didn't want to bring it up. It was a singles cruise. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker turns 90 and he just starts wiling out, yep. you know? Listen, he's got a... Having a late life crisis. <laughs> How interesting. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. I got these suspenders on. I'm going to paint the town red. I got to go out there. <laughs> Check out, get, get weird, you know? And Minnie's like, yeah. what? We built a life together. It's... Yeah, strange time, but the kids really enjoyed the trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They didn't seem to notice, no. I guess, the separation. Yeah. All right. So um, we got a lot on our collective plates mm-hmm. here. Do you think we should uh, just jump right Let's into do it, it, man? I think uh, we are doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Welcome. Today we are talking. Uh, we we didn't actually name it again, but it's like Asian pop culture episode. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a. We did it last year. We're doing it again. Uh, I'm glad. A part two. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you suggested it. Uh, we're trying to squeeze it in at the the end of the year here because uh, we hadn't done it yet. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's always interesting to uh, kind of explore that culture and uh, that pop culture. So, the other side of the planet. See yeah. what they're getting into. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. Uh, pretty much the same stuff as us. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Uh, no. Uh, you, no. Me. Okay. Yep. Go. Go. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, okay, so I was going to start off with the uh, newest, well, not the newest at this point, mm-hmm. but uh, the newest Captain Marvel trailer, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, we got a story trailer this week. Yeah. And it... Uh, essentially just gives the the story of the of the movie the previous one we got was just kind of like some snapshots of here's mm-hmm. kind of what to expect but now we have an idea of what the the story is where um somehow some way um man my mind is like uh, carol danvers uh she's like abducted from earth mm-hmm. and is taken to um outer space and is infused with with like Cree DNA or whatever which is an alien species and uh, these other aliens called the scroll have invaded earth and they're shapeshifters so they can look like other people or whatever Um, so in that original Captain Marvel trailer where she decks an old lady on a bus um, or maybe the subway uh, a lot of people were like what's going on here but I knew. Yeah. I knew. I knew. <laughs> I, yeah, I knew what time it was. You didn't trust that uh, lady for anything anyway, so. 
No, I try not yeah. to. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> why, why are they ho- always hoarding those Werther's originals, you know? There's, there's something devious going on Absolutely. there. Absolutely. How could there not be? <laughs> and uh, yeah, we also see Captain Marvel's cat in this. Um, in the comics, the cat's name is Chewie, but in this... The cat's name is Goose, and on a lot of merchandise like Funko Pops and um, like action figures uh, that have been released of this cat, it's, it's labeled as Marvel's Goose. <laughs> so not just any goose, Marvel's Goose. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, overall, I, I like this new trailer. I feel like th- I, I'm going to like stop actively looking at these trailers because I'm sure we'll have mm. one more full trailer and then probably some TV ads and whatnot. But I think I've got my fill yeah. of everything that I need. I'm, I'm already going to see this movie. There's no way I wasn't going to see it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't need anything further spoiled for me. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, this trailer like really pumped me up for it. I, I think it was really well done and the effects look really good. And, uh, I don't know. I'm really pumped. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I keep trying to not watch the third trailers of things and then I end up watching them anyway. So maybe <laughs> yeah. I'll do that, but I, I like the idea to wait. Yeah. I don't want to be surprised. Unless there's like some major reveal in that last trailer that's mm-hmm. like everybody's talking about it or whatever. Like if there's a, uh, a new character in it that we didn't know was going to be in it or whatever. But, um, yeah, for the most part, I'm, I'm totally in, um, she looks powerful as hell in this. We get to see her power up and just kind of surging with energy and whatnot, yeah. um, which looks badass. Yeah. So <laughs> totally in. And that comes out in March. And then the following month in April of 2019, oh, there's a new Avengers movie that comes out. And we got the trailer for Avengers 4 earlier this week. So um, <laughs> the way I found the notification is... I've got this app on my phone called Fandom where you can go in there and essentially set up news alerts for different things that you're interested in. It's usually like geek related or whatever. And I have one set up for uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I got the notification about the uh, the new Avengers trailer, except it spoiled the name of it in that notification. Oh, okay. Um, which is fine. I, I found out what it was called, you know, two and a half minutes later. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, you don't need to put it out there like that. Just say new Avengers trailer. That's all I need. I was curious because we hadn't known the name yet, and you texted me with the link for it. So that's how I found out about mm-hmm. it. And you texted a link that didn't spoil the name, but when I clicked on right. it, it didn't work for some reason <laughs> on my phone. And so I had oh, to go no. to Slashville to look it up, and it was like Avengers Endgame trailer. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Which is the name of the fourth movie. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Is this me spoiling it now? I mean, it's out there, but. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody there knows. You go. Um, so, yeah, I heard that it, like, broke records for YouTube views. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's part of the issue you were, you were having. But, oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I specifically sent a link that didn't have the, uh, the name and the, tra- uh, the, the text mm-hmm. description of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this trailer, not really a whole lot to get into for me anyway. Um, it's just kind of following up on the end of Infinity War. Um, I think the end game name is awesome. It's not really picking up on anything from the comics, but it's its own own thing mm. really which is exactly what i want um don't really have any expect expectations for it uh captain um captain america has shaved yeah in this. <laughs> uh, otherwise that's i mean that's i would imagine like 85 to like 90 percent of the movie is going to 
lead up to that decision to shave? <laughs> it better. Did he use Dollar Shave Club? Did he go through Harry's? Oh, man. This is not sponsored content, but it could be. Get at us. I saw, I think it was on Rotoplay or Kent Blue had retweeted someone, and it was like a picture of Cap from the last movie from Infinity War with his beard, and it's kind of like... Uh, fading away into dust, like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everybody was like, that's "My beard, no." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I think that's how it happened. I like that. Yeah, that it has enough power uh, that mm-hmm. it was like a, a person in the universe to to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much beard yeah. in this. Um, there is. Um, I did see online that because Captain Marvel comes out in March, and then it leads right into. In game, mm. um, I know that um, she was essentially summoned in a uh, push credit scene at the end of Infinity War. But uh, to further move things along, turns out Steve Rogers knew about Captain Marvel, and he sent an email to her. They emailed back and forth a little bit, and uh, turns out those emails were written in all caps, Stephen. <laughs> all caps. Captain America. Captain Marvel. You get it. Oh my god, that one really. None of that was true, but it was worth it for me. It was really worth it. That was good. No no one else liked (laughs) it, but it was worth it for me. But uh, we do see that there is a a new, a couple new contenders um, coming into this movie that weren't in the the previous movie Mm -hmm. in Infinity War. Uh, We've got Hawkeye dressed up as a character called Ronan. Oh, Uh, he's got like a a samurai sword. Not a samurai sword. Uh, some type it, of guitar. Yeah, it's like blade. yeah, kind of like a futuristic almost blade. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the very end, after the uh, the title, um, in the in the trailer, we have uh, one Mister Scott Lang rolling up to yeah. the Avengers headquarters. Yeah. So I uh, he showed up and I was I hadn't seen Ant Man and the Wasp yet, and I was just like, okay, oh. cool. So like to me, uh, seeing Hawkeye show up in the trailer, which was badass, was really cool. And then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Ant Man as well. Like two of the characters we don't know. As far as I knew, uh, we hadn't heard in any interviews or whatever if either of them were still alive after Infinity War. Oh, okay. And so mm-hmm. uh, seeing both of them to me was like a shock. But I still hadn't seen Ant Man and the Wasp, so I was texting my brother Danny about it, and he was like, um. You should really watch that, because um, it is surprising that Ant Man is there. <laughs> and so I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, something's related, you know, to Infinity War, obviously. So I really got to watch that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I had also watched Ant Man and the Wasp, and um, uh, on a side note for that, really liked it. Uh, it's a, about oh, cool. equal to me on Ant Man. I can't remember what you had said about it. Was that about right for mm-hmm. you? Like they're on par. I, I liked it more than uh, than the first okay. Ant Man. I just felt like there was more stuff going on. But I think we should um, do a maybe a full episode. Okay. On cool. it later. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you yeah. finally got to see it and, and like that would be good because I actually have a lot to say about it. But uh, overall, yeah, I thought it was really good. And I, I, mm-hmm. I I'll say for now, I stick by my or our uh, Ant Man is like a great spinoff series, and Ant Man and the Wasp felt like a great continuation of that spinoff. But it's like hard for me okay. to connect them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, but it was good, and and then there are some things that happen at the end uh, in the post credit sequence of that movie that kind of affect ongoing. So that's why you have to keep up with these things. And it's a shame I didn't see that movie in theaters because I was kind of left out of that, and why it might have been a big deal that Ant Man is here. So, uh, uh, but anyway, for the Avengers Endgame trailer, he. Uh, he shows up, and uh, I'm kind of curious to see where they're going to go with that. I like from watching Ant-Man and the Wasp, they were very inventive with his powers and, and hopes 
powers and stuff. So I'm kind of curious mm-hmm. to see what could a, a small, really small or really giant person help with Thanos, really. Uh, you know, like, I'm not sure where they're, what the plan's going to be and where they're going to go. So, But there's also a guy who shoots a bow and arrow that doesn't have his bow and arrow anymore <laughs> and has questionable skills with the sword. So... There, you say they've got a chance. Leaning back towards the Avengers, That's yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But this uh, Endgame trailer was fucking uh, dark and epic, and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm very excited for that. Yeah. yeah, it was a total surprise. I didn't I didn't even know. Honestly, I was okay not even getting a trailer this year. Mm, like, yeah. if, if we got one, like, early next year or whatever, that'd be fine. I wouldn't even have been surprised if, like, they waited until after Captain Marvel came oh, out. Oh, yeah, because, like, you people know? are going to go either way. <laughs> We're going to go. <laughs> yeah. We're, Everybody We're there. knows yeah. about it already. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, Avengers Endgame comes out on, uh, I think it said April 26th. Wow. So we don't even have to wait till May. It's just going to decimate everything else. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> the decimation. I uh, I can't believe it's so quick after Captain Marvel. <clears throat> that's uh, I know, yeah. It's going to be like a, a good punch together, like, it's like mm-hmm. you, after you get that taste of that and you're like, oh, man, I just want to see her kick some more ass or whatever is going to happen, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be an interesting team, I think, to, to watch in the next movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I will say, too, with uh, Cap's beard, that weirded me out. I really liked the beard. I was down for it. Uh, when he showed it back up, I was like, I think this is a good <laughs> turning point for his character, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I do wonder how much of a plot point that will be or if it'll just show up on screen one time and... I think I think it's going to be like in the uh, the John Travolta led film phenomenon where there's a whole like scene where he's getting shaved by somebody. It'll probably be like Bucky or Falcon though. <laughs> they just shave it. That would uh that would be a really interesting Marvel scene. I think it's very progressive. Best buddies. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, okay. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Best case scenario. Anthony Mackie as Falcon shaving Cap's beard with his wings. Oh, man. In the air, though, or are they actually, like, on the ground? Safety reasons. I thought I hit it out of the park, but then you <laughs> teleported up there and hit it further out of the park. I mean, they're both, I don't know, superpower. You know, they're superhumans, so mm-hmm. uh, they got yeah. skills. That if, if you're going to go big, go home. Or wait, no, wait. Don't If you don't go big, mm-hmm. go home. Yeah, so they, they'd be in the air, basically. Go home, Steve. No. <laughs> Uh, so they'd be in the air, uh, I think. They would uh, extreme <laughs> yeah. extreme shaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <clears throat> yeah. Did you have anything else to say about Avengers Endgame or uh, anything else with those? Uh-uh. No. No. We can move on to the next thing if you like. Super. Well, uh, going. Oh, speaking well, of super. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly didn't mean to do that, but uh, keeping with the superhero theme, uh, there's mm-hmm. a new trailer that showed up on Slash Film um, that I hadn't heard about at all. Um, but it's from the the mind of James Gunn, as far as I understand. He's producing it. and uh, From the mind of James Gunn. Visionary director. Come a series of tweets. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> but uh, visionary director of Guardians of the Galaxy. And, uh, uh, yeah, he, he, I don't know, I guess came up with the idea with this film, as far as I understand. He's producing it. I think he wrote it or wrote, was like a co-writer of it. But, uh, anyway, there's mm-hmm. a new movie coming out called Brightburn. And uh, it was described on Slash Film and how I sent it to you as a a Superman film from the mind of James Gunn uh, by way of, like, the horror genre. And I was like, man, that sounds as, like, intriguing as fuck. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So uh, did you watch this trailer? I did. I watched it last night. Mm -hmm. And, 
like when you sent me that link and uh, with that description, I was like trying to think of like, oh, it's just a, a guy who's super powered and is a, a bad Superman. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not even that. It's as a youth. Yeah. Like if Clark Kent yeah. was an infant and then raised up to the age of like, what, 11 or 12 or something yeah. like that. And he just, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so puzzled <laughs> by how something like this hadn't happened oh, it yet. Because <laughs> it seems like such an obvious thing now that now that we see uh, it. And it's, I'm sure there's probably like some old Superman comic where this was addressed or whatever, but never like to this level, yeah. I don't think. But yeah, man, it looks so good. Yeah, it looks super cool. It's like, uh, I mean, that's a pretty good description uh, other than the fact that it's it's not Superman. Yeah, it's, it's more like Smallville. It's like, uh, right. like by way of horror and stuff. It's like, what if it's like small smallville <laughs> what if uh what if an alien like an asteroid came to earth and it was carrying like an mm-hmm. alien child baby and the mm-hmm. parents on the farm raised it and he had superpowers like superman but what if he wasn't like really all there like you're not sure of his motives or like he's not quite right yeah. like there's something weird mm-hmm. and then like he starts like making his own costumes and stuff. It looks really cool. It just looks uh, mm-hmm. so different, like you said. Like, how could this not have happened already? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like a, a trope that um, they're really, like, kind of flipping on its head uh-huh. in a way because <laughs> because <laughs> Superman has been around so long. It's been around since, like, our entire lives and then, you know, going back further than that. Um, the idea of just like, oh yeah, if you find a baby that crashes to earth, yeah, you just raise <laughs> just it as your own. It's fine. It's probably don't fine. tell anybody. It looks human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's something wrong with this. And like the very end of the trailer where he um, laser visions through that oh. um, that what what is that thing like a, a cooler yeah, door yeah. or whatever like, a like it's a, door, yeah. a walk-in freezer door, and uh, he just like flies directly at that lady oh at God. the very last second. Yeah. Man, I. It's creepy as hell. I almost, it's funny, I'm kind of curious to see where the movie actually goes with things because um, if, I don't know, like it, this is one of those, like I almost wish I could have found and not known anything about it if I just watched that movie and he mm-hmm. like turns dark, I would have been like, what? Or like if, if the trailer only hinted at that and didn't show like him actually doing anything, I think that might have been better. But maybe that yeah. means there's like a lot more going on and so maybe that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, man, that would have been like a really good reveal to like see him that way and his actual skills, uh, yeah. you know, at the end of the film or something. So I'm curious for that. Hopefully it doesn't ruin it too much. But uh, but yeah, man, this just looks so like different and cool and uh, I just came out of nowhere, but I'm super excited about it now. So again, super excited about I it. I can't avoid it. It's... I. <laughs> When you talk about superhero stuff, you're super excited. I mean, that's how it is, you know. You get well. It. Also, James Gunn had a movie called Super. Yeah. That had uh, was his name? Uh, uh, Rain, Rain Wilson. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all super. Um, yeah. yeah, it looked really cool. Uh, I I don't remember like like you're saying with uh, this being like a good idea that it's just crazy we haven't seen it before. I can't remember if I had brought this up on the podcast before, but I had heard about this like spec script that sold a few years ago that was gonna be for um, like a superhero gets put in like a super max prison with like villains yeah <laughs> what's that <laughs> no go ahead and it's about him like trying to like fight his way out or something okay yeah so <laughs> that was a movie that was planned uh to come out and i thought it sounded uh, kick ass uh, i thought it sounded fucking awesome it was going to be a 
Uh, it was a DC movie. Okay. It was going to be essentially introducing Green Arrow to the oh, masses. Oh, interesting. Um, so it was uh, Green Arrow goes to a, a Supermax prison, mm-hmm. and that was the name of the movie, or the working title was Supermax. I think it was going to yeah. be written, possibly directed by David Goyer. I mm. don't know. But um, I think it was um, kind of hot on the heels of The Dark Knight mm-hmm. coming out. So he had some uh, some clout to his name uh, before he uh, got super weird. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, it was going to be about Green Arrow. He goes to a Supermax penitentiary. Penitentiary? Penitentiary? No, that, you say it like that. Penitentiary? <laughs> Prison. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it has all these super villains in there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he has to try to break out to uh, to escape danger. Mm-hmm. And uh, later they made a movie with uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> somewhat similar, but uh, but yeah, that movie never came to pass. But I thought it was a, a cool yeah, concept. Yeah, it sounded cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a different idea. And then they, yeah, yeah. And then they decided to uh, turn Green Arrow into the show Arrow mm-hmm. on the CW. You have failed this city. Is that what he says? That's what he says on the show. Mm. Like in the comics, he's like a super jovial guy that has like a Van Dyke facial hair and whatnot, uh-huh. and he likes to joke around and whatnot. But uh, on the uh, on the CW show, he's very serious. Oh, man. I guess I'm pretty much Batman since we don't have <laughs> rights to Batman for television at this moment. I mean, people like Batman, uh, even if he's mm-hmm. not Batman. I guess they're like, just go with it. People like that. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. the deep voice thing. Christian Bale did it. It was great. Everybody could understand yeah. him. Where's the detonator? <laughs> I, I I really want to go back. World's and watch greatest detective. Do what? I said world's greatest detective. <laughs> just yelling, <laughs> yelling for information as to the location of something. Where is she? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, some Brightburn. I think it'll be good. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure when it comes out, but uh, check out the trailer online. It's really cool. Sometime next year. I think. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, it's almost the mm-hmm. end of the year. It's bound to be next year so we'll see mm-hmm. um so yeah. another thing i just wanted to mention really quick is uh, every year edgar wright um releases a top 50 favorite songs of, of the year on uh, like as a playlist on spotify and i found out oh, about cool. it last year and um yeah. i you know i found i don't know when he started doing it but they have multiple ones on there so he's just a you know a user on spotify so you can go find him and he has his playlist on there but they are so uh interesting edgar wright is uh the director of uh, Baby Driver most recently, but Scott Pilgrim and uh, all these awesome things. And he has a great ear for music. And uh, it's so interesting, these these songs. I haven't made my way through the whole thing yet, the 2018 list. Uh, but it just came out the other day, and uh, I made it through, like, the first half or so. And I found mm-hmm. probably, like... Most of them are Cardi B. Well, he really likes Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B, all the way. Ariana Grande, <laughs> Meek Mill, Migos. It's really, like, four different artists uh, right. Mm-hmm. One Justin Bieber song. I don't know. Um, I didn't know he's yeah. still making music, but um, yeah. uh, no. But there's like I don't know, about like ten or fifteen. I probably saved to uh, one of my playlists to like listen to again and see if I really like them a lot. But there's some good stuff mm-hmm. on there. He has some weird tastes, but it's really eclectic and and different. Uh, a lot of like an international flair. There's like music from all over the world and stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. just really good. He's he's one of the. I, I'm sure he has like you know obviously like music supervisors and stuff on his movies but um, i think he has a a big part of the decisions about what uh is going to be played in his movies and his music is always stellar his soundtracks are amazing and so uh obviously like an extension of that for him picking his actual like personal favorite songs 
he's he's really good at listening to music, like figuring out what's what's awesome. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. He's really good at listening to music. <laughs> he's really good at like uh, he's good ear. That's what I meant. I hear he uses both ears, both. <laughs> which is something I never even thought about. I've always wondered what that extra ear thing on headphones was. I was like, this isn't needed. I just use the one like I'm supposed to. I don't know. So uh... (laughs) you just rip half of them off (laughs) of your earbuds. That's how I was taught. That's how I grew up. (laughs) He listens to the left and right channel simultaneously. (laughs) Strange. It sounds like too much for my brain. I can't I can't accept that. Uh, But you're right. Superhero. So. Uh, yeah, there you for go. Him. So yeah, go check out that on Spotify. Uh, Edgar Wright's top 50 favorite songs of 2018. Favorite with a U, because he's British. <laughs> and back to you, Brett. Favorite. <laughs> That's how I kind of read it. Yeah, whenever I see it, or like color, like color, color, color. Yeah. It's like that adds too much to me. It's not necessary. But yeah, and that is why we seceded from England. <laughs> <laughs> all right so should we bust into some asian pop let's, culture that's what we're here for today yes let's do this let's turn into a hedgehog shaped ball and just nope. <laughs> wow right up in it <laughs> so uh before we get into our main topic today i do have a, a couple of things i want to mention um the first thing is called I'm, i hope i'm reading this properly mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, freestyle. <laughs> it's spelled E U N G, and it's a, uh, a hip hop song from South Korea. This song is performed by the rappers Live, Sick K, Punch Nello, Owen Overdose, and Flo Sick, which are all South Korean rappers. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I liked all of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they had this song come out a couple years back, um, and it's um, it sounds very Asian. It was played at the start of this episode, um, and <laughs> the the way I found it was through a YouTube ad. Um, I just I, I watch a lot of YouTube, and it was just one of those ads that popped oh, cool. up. Um, and I actually sent you that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a chance to watch I did. it? Yeah, that's funny. That's how you found it, though. Okay, so. The, in the in the ad, uh, it's a, a young Asian boy that is on a subway train. Uh, I would assume it's here in America, um, but I don't know for yeah. sure. It's just on a subway somewhere. But um, he's on a subway watching this music video, and he's got his head uh, headphones on. Both ears. Get on both ears. You know what? Now that you say it, <laughs> I feel like a... Yeah. It's like okay. when you talk about a I certain get it car, now. like a slug bug or whatever, and you see it everywhere, you know? It's yeah. one of those, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, he gets off the subway. He he run, runs into some uh, some super cool dudes standing on the, the stairwell that he needs to take to get out of there. And he hesitates for a second, but, you know, he's got that, he's got that uh, freestyle, mm. like, energy about him, you know? He's got, I was gonna say he's got that BDE, but uh, the young kid, you know, probably. The, oh, you don't know what no. that is? He's got that big dick energy. He could, he could. Yeah, he could never know. yeah sure. Yeah. So uh, he's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go for it. So he just walks right up those stairs and he gets uh, what the youngsters call mad respect oh, yeah. from uh, from these guys, and uh, he. He, uh, I was gonna say he fits the one, guy, but that's not. <laughs> the this is really taking a turn. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a cool commercial. I love the song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I had to like scour the internet to try to find oh, it cool. and, yeah. and everything. But uh, I finally found it online somewhere and, uh, and got a free download of it. Um, but <laughs> the reason I wanted to, to bring this up is not just because I love the song and I think the, the ad on YouTube is cool, but it's, it's so odd to me how they chose that song for this ad. Mm. Like it works, it totally uh-huh. works, but it's, uh, it's very inappropriate for this young child of <laughs> the age of between 10 and 12 years old to, to be watching it because the ad or the, the lyrics in the ad are censored, mm. uh, the, the English words. Um, and that's the thing about the song is they go back and forth between um, English and Korean. So they, some lyrics will be in uh, English and then sometimes even in the same line, they'll have some Korean words mm. and some Korean verses and then switch back. Um, they have Korean, or, uh, I'm sorry, American references like um, they mentioned Taylor Swift and Kanye West. And um, Stefan Curry, who's a, I, he plays the uh, the basketball, uh, I believe. See, He's a basketball player. I also, and also, I've also heard him referenced as Stephen Curry, but they call him Steph Curry. So yeah. then I'm like, like, what did you just say, Stefan or Stefan or something? I think I said Stefan, yeah. like Urkel. Like, that, but... <laughs> that sounds like it should be right, but I'm not sure what his actual name is. I've always been very confused by this because I, I don't sports. So I, don't, I only hear it in passing, you know, but anyway. I digress. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, the 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 funny thing about the the ad is, um, like I said, a lot of the the cursing is bleeped out. But also, let's assume that this kid is on the subway watching a censored version of the music video, which he's not because the censored audio has just like. As a static image on there mm. if you wanted to do that. He's watching the actual music video, which I've watched several times. Okay. And even if he just wasn't film, like couldn't understand the words or whatever, um, part of the music video is like animated. There's like um, scribbles and scrawlings mm. all over the, the images in it. It's really cool. Uh, we'll tweet it out. But um, there's actually in the first 15 seconds of the song and music video, somebody says fuck. And in the music video, the word fuck visibly shows up <laughs> on screen. So, it sounds like a great video, though. Yeah, yeah, very wholesome. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I know you ha- just had some family oh, yeah. uh, come into town. Um, if you want, you can hit them up real quick mm-hmm. and say, hey, please watch this music video. Show this <laughs> sure. to your children. <laughs> we were talking about uh, kids' videos that they've banned in their household. So, I, yeah, I think I'll send it to them so they can know to avoid mm-hmm. it. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm sure half the uh, cursing is in Korean. Yeah, so, you know? Well, and yeah, they might pick up a few things, and you never know. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you pick up some cool facts like Korean curse words, and later in life you need them. You never you know. Never know. You never yep. know when you're going to find yourself in a situation never. where somebody's like, you cursed at me in Korean or die. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly specific situation I found myself in, but you know what? I'm prepared. Two, three, four, here we go. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, definitely check out that song. Uh, and you will because it's going to be at the end of this episode. As well. <laughs> no, I liked it. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy. The, the ad was good. It was, uh, it's always fun to see like a kid kind of like, it's like you, <laughs> the BD or whatever. Uh, but the, <laughs> yeah. the confidence, you know, 
uh, that it's almost like the song kind of gave him the confidence. Like he was like, yeah, and it, it says something mm-hmm. in the commercial, like, like listen to what you listen to or whatever. Or like it, it's basically like just like you do you type of thing. Um, right. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. But the song, uh, I, was, I listened to it last night, but if I recall correctly, it reminded me of, um, like, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop, right? But it reminded me of um, Childish Cambino a little bit. Like, uh, okay. I didn't know uh, who was, like, who actually made that song, but I but I liked it. Um, so I haven't seen this video that you speak of, the actual music video, but now I'm curious, uh, especially if there's, you know, the word fuck in it. That's fun. <laughs> so I'm down for that. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is a manga that I started reading. I Just because this week has been nuts, I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing, mm. but I've read the first couple of chapters on a new manga uh, that I came across. Uh, for those who are just now joining us, manga is Japanese comics. They read from right to left instead of left to right, but um, that's not really a big deal. You and I have read manga before, and it's just something. Once you get in the rhythm of it, not at all difficult to uh, to read. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, I went to a bookstore specifically to find some new manga just to see what was out there, try something different, and I came across a couple of things. Uh, the one that caught my eye the most was <laughs> this book. Uh, it's called Plus Sized Elf. Uh, I'm curious. And, um, <laughs> yeah, what's what's interesting here is uh, it's like a comedy book. It's about a massage therapist who has a visitor come to his clinic. Uh, and it's a an elf who's put on some weight. She's from a like a um, another dimension. Uh, essentially, he works in our reality where you know things that are magical don't exist. But this elf finds her way into our world, and um, she can't go back to her dimension because she's put on weight, and it has to be like equal, <laughs> equal. Like you have to have the same weight that you uh-huh. are going back with that you came from yeah there's got to be a, a less clunky way to no, say that no but i okay so uh there's other things i don't want to spoil them but there's other sci-fi projects i've seen with dimensions and it's mm. kind of like uh, an equal value it's like you can't just go into another right. dimension you have to like exchange the same value so that I, yeah right. i could follow that uh for at least sure you have sci-fi science you know that, right. <laughs> that's out yeah. there so yeah so yeah she puts on some weight the doctor helps her balance that out um the reason she puts on weight, though, uh, and you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna show you the cover of this book, and uh, we'll tweet it out as well, um, and put it on our Instagram. But uh, this is the cover of the book, uh, plus sized elf, and as you can tell, she's maybe got a little bit of a gut on her, but to Americans, this is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> That's so funny. She, yeah, she looks, like, quite healthy, actually, I feel. Right. <laughs> Got a little bit of yeah, curve like to her, just, but, yeah, I mean, that's just, just natural. Bit of the belly, but, but yeah. uh, she's also eating french fries on the cover, uh-huh. um, and that's how she ends up gaining her weight. She said that... Oh, man, french um, fries the, are good, though. The, hell, yeah. <laughs> um, in the realm that she's from, they don't have anything like that. Um, elves, specifically, are um, vegetarian, uh-huh. so they don't eat meat. And even if they were, the reality they live in, they don't use spices because they're rare Hmm. and everything is either um, uh, grilled or something like that. Um, Like boiled or or grilled or or cooked over an open flame. So it's really a lot of bland food where she's from. She comes to our world, discovers French fries. She's all about it. Yeah, I mean, 
and <laughs> yeah. puts on a lot of weight. <laughs> it's a very American um, it, story, I feel, too. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. And that's what I was talking about when uh, when I said that uh, things over on the Eastern Hemisphere are uh, similar to ours. Mm. Um, they have the same struggles yeah. that we've got. You know, elves coming over oh, here, man. eating our eating our McDonald's. Our, I don't think so. It sounds weird if you say our French fries, but our freedom fries, mm. sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, so weird. Uh, another thing is, uh, later in the book, there's, uh, nudity as well. What? I had no idea when I picked this up, Brent. but, um, again, <laughs> this is rated for older teen. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of okay. like when I read, uh, Dra- uh, dragon goes house hunting. There was nudity in that one too, but it was just oh, like yeah. age teen or whatever. So they're not anywhere near as uptight as, uh, as we are over yeah, here in but, the States. Yeah. But, uh, you know what? Uh, again, a great read. Uh, send that music over to your nephew. Send this book over to him as well. We'll have a good time. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I've only read the first couple of chapters on this, but it's there's a lot of comedy in this, and um, it's just really well drawn. Um, there's a lot of like really uh, fun artwork. Um, the line work is really good. Um, it's just overall a, a really fun story. This is the only volume that's out right now, but uh, when the next one comes out, and I think the be beginning of next year i'll uh, i'll definitely buy that one because it's uh, a fun uh, fun series cool man that's cool so you just yeah. uh, again sorry you said you just were like looking for different manga and this one just kind of caught your eye yeah it has a really bright yellow mm-hmm. uh cover with some blue and like pink text on it yeah um it just looks really cool with a, plus somebody's eating yeah. french fries on <laughs> the cover of it. with an elf and you turn that down <laughs> elf eating french fries on it so you're like okay yeah i get behind this yeah, hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cool uh, yeah we read some manga last year and uh we weren't able to to do anything this year um because uh, i think you had bought some like physical books but we're in different states so that's mm-hmm. kind of tough but uh i definitely want to get back into them because there's some really cool stuff out there that i would not have been exposed yeah. to exposed to had uh, we not talked about it and stuff so um, I don't think I would have ever gravitated towards that. I'm not really into anime at all. And uh, manga mm-hmm. just seemed basically like the, the you know, uh, comic version of, of that to, like, you know, cartoons or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, I never thought yeah. I'd like it. But, man, they are so inventive. And, uh, yeah, some of the, their drawing skills and the art and everything is kind of different and cool. And some of it's similar and, mm-hmm. and fun. So, uh, yeah, I uh, definitely want to recommend any kind of manga. If you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so I believe it's time to move on to our main topic. Let's do it. So we're going to talk about the 2018 film that is now available on Netflix called Psychokinesis. Mm -hmm. And it was written and directed by, boy, let's see if I can say this, (laughs) Yan Sang-ho, who directed Train to Busan and... uh, What was the other one? Uh, Soul Station Mm -hmm. that we talked about last year on uh, on our first... Um, Asian pop culture episode and uh, so yeah this movie came out on Netflix earlier this year and is something that was on my radar but uh, we just didn't get around to it until now but uh, you know what we did it in the same calendar (laughs) year we're all about the calendar year now (laughs) yeah it's the only thing that matters (laughs) yeah it was cool Uh, I I remember I feel like we had talked about this briefly like earlier this year and uh, or something Mm -hmm. that it was coming out Um, but uh I hadn't really known a lot about it until we were gearing up for this episode. So, um, mm-hmm. man, uh, <laughs> I gotta say though, Trade to Basad, I was, uh, we have a, a guest staying with us, a friend right now. And, uh, 
she hadn't heard of this guy or her films before. And so I showed her the trailer to Train to Busan and she was like, that looks fucking great. And I was like, yeah, I know. I really just right. want to watch that again, <laughs> again now. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk about psychokinesis, obviously. But uh, but man, most of it, I was just like, I really just want to watch Train to Busan again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I was too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, it's hard not to compare the movies just yeah. because like that was the first movie of his that we saw. Exactly. And it, it is just like hit it out of the gate. He hit it out of the park and then teleported it up again, <laughs> hit that wall further, and then a third time he did what? it. What? You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's got some nightcrawler powers. Oh, wow. That's very cool. Jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, for psychokinesis overall, what did you think without any spoilers at this, at this yeah, point? Yeah, I thought uh, overall that it was okay. Um, I, mm-hmm. Tonally, I think it's really weird. Um, it kept like going in and out of like comedy and like some like really pretty like well done serious like drama and then action and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it was yeah, I'm not really sure how I feel about it. At the end, I liked it. There were certain parts that I'd be like, oh, I, I really dig this. Another like it would go to a new scene. I'd be like, I don't like this scene though. So I was kind of <laughs> in and out. Um, I definitely did not like it as much as Train to Busan, but I'm almost more intrigued by the director now that uh, essentially these are the you know. His big two movies, I guess he's he's done some other films like or in short films and stuff, mm-hmm. and then the, obviously Soul Station, the animated one. But um, I'm kind of curious to see where he can go from here if if he did both of those movies in a row. And I'm like, wow, that they seem so kind of different. But I can see some of the great like the same great skills. Um, yeah. But I'm like, if he has the sentimentalities to do both of these movies, I'm like, that's a very interesting person. So um, to me, I, I didn't like it as much, but I still thought it was good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm still curious about where he's headed and stuff, and I, I like this guy a lot. So what did, what yeah. did you feel about it? Well, he was a an animation director first. Mm. Like he had two okay two animated films um, that came out, and then he did I think Train to Busan and yeah. then Soul Station is how I remember. I, yeah, I was talking that sounds about familiar it. now. Yeah, like Train came out like in one we'll month, train and then now? Soul Station came out. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Soul Station came out like the following month over in uh-huh, yeah. South Korea, something like that. But because of animation is animation, I, th- I think they were both being worked on simultaneously. Yeah, that sounds for right. The most part. But this is the first movie where he really kind of went all out with, um, I was going to say special effects. And there were some mm-hmm. in Train to Busan, but there weren't any like, there were zombies, but there weren't really any like super powered. Yeah. Anything. This is kind of you know? different. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, this is this is almost like full on um, anime mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, okay. You've got people flying yeah. around and and um, force pushing people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I can see that yeah. the anime thing makes me almost be like, yeah, that's kind of why I, I couldn't put my finger on it. But it's, that's kind of why I didn't mm-hmm. like it. It's like a little too um, absurd. Is maybe a little too strong of a word, but like a little too like silly sometimes. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. It, they 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 fully lean into like the comedy, <laughs> yes. almost like too hard mm-hmm. <laughs> in this one. Yeah. Um, the the overall feeling I got from this was that I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, I do know. I don't. I don't like it as much as Train to Busan. Yeah. But again, that one's just like a stellar film. Yeah. Um, but this one, I I still like. Um, I didn't really know what the story was about. Um, I know the trailers out there, but I never watched that. And I read the description about the movie several months ago when 
when it hit Netflix, mm-hmm. but I didn't really remember what it was. Um, and the, um, the, the cover art on Netflix doesn't really give you a, a whole lot to go on as far yeah. as, uh, what the story would be or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I liked it. I, I like that his films, both this and Train to Busan, um, and even Soul Station, from what I remember of that, um, they all have like a focus on relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one is very much a, a father daughter relationship that's yeah. gone bad. The other one and, is uh, like a, an early father daughter relationship. So it's both like father. It is, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Wow. Didn't you connect mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's why I'm here, Stephen. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. That, that's what I liked is the, the moments that were like quieter and about, um, like human interaction and stuff, especially between the, the father and the daughter. Um, like they have a, a troubling relationship uh, because of her growing up and him leaving their family and stuff. And so they mm-hmm. play with that aspect a lot and that stuff is really good. And I, I thought everybody's acting, especially the uh, the female. I, I don't know her the her name. Um, I honestly... Rumi? Do what? Rumi, the, yeah, the daughter? Yeah, so I, character yeah. names would be better. I was I was going to write yeah. down everybody's names, and I, I really just don't... I feel so embarrassed because I can't read a lot of these, and I don't want to be embarrassed to like read their names, but I don't know like who's who as, as the uh, actors as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but Rumi, yeah, she was really good, mm-hmm. and some of those things were really great, but then some of the CGI was okay, some of it was good, and some of it was like really noticeable and bad. And so that kind yeah. of took me out. And then the, the music was my main issue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> the music, like, some of it's, like, carnival sounding almost. Like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> like, it was very silly. Yeah. And, it, and it I was like, if you replace the soundtrack, I think this movie goes up, like, an entire point for me. Uh, like, okay. it really yeah. it was, like, jarring to me. And that's where, like, mm-hmm. I say that, like, it's silly. And you said, like, they lean into, like, the comedy of it. It's almost like they were like, let's make it all fun and silly but i'm like it was really weird um so it was like yeah. that's again like tonally it just went in and out and there were parts that i loved and then parts that i was like what is happening so <laughs> well speaking of what is happening when i first started this movie it's not like i had to get up and put in a blu-ray or dvd or whatever like i just tapped on the thing on my phone and the movie starts playing but after i did that there's like a uh like a a cooking show type thing that this movie begins uh-huh. with and i was like did did I accidentally <laughs> click on something else? What's happening like, here? It does look good. I do yeah. like fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it it uh, it took me a second. I was like, oh, okay, this is this is gonna have a different uh, flavor mm. than Train to Busan, nice. and uh, and it certainly did. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's enough stuff here that I liked that I would say overall I. I dug the movie. Yeah. I don't know that I'm in a rush to watch it a second time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's it was still fun. And I like the the villain uh, character that shows up towards the latter mm-hmm. half of the movie. Sure. Um, she was really oh, great. God, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like you said, the, the special effects were hit and miss. Sometimes they looked really good. Like mm-hmm. towards the, the end of the movie, they look pretty good. But yeah. um, the beginning part where... Uh, the dad is testing out his powers. It's uh, mm-hmm. a little bit odd, but um, should we? I, I guess maybe say what this movie is about for anyone who hasn't. Oh well, hasn't I watched guess it. so, Brent. If you want, mm, okay. That sounds eh, <laughs> really change it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> movie entirely about alligators. Do you okay, guys expect so that? Here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's a um, a father and daughter uh, are essentially trying to reconnect. Um, over the course of this movie, but uh, it starts off with the the daughter 
Um, she becomes a successful uh, chef and restaurateur, um, but there's some um, some trouble going on where the the neighborhood she's set up in and the shop that she's in, which is also her apartment, is um, being is set to be demolished so they can put up some other like corporate offices or mm-hmm. you know something to that effect that the uh, local government is trying to do. Um, and, uh, her estranged father is, you know, elsewhere in the city doing whatever he's doing. He's not, uh, not a great guy, yeah. uh, which is another thing I like about this movie is it's kind of about the, the Spider-Man of it where it's power and responsibility mm-hmm. that, uh, comes into play with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, I guess he works at a, at a bank. He's, um, like a janitor or something like that, or, mm-hmm. a I don't know, security guard maybe. He does something yeah. <laughs> over there. And uh, he was showing the cleaning lady how to steal coffee, and uh, she ends up getting in trouble, and he just keeps his head down and and uh, keeps walking just so he uh, doesn't get caught up in it. Um, through a series of, like, events, he somehow gains superpowers. And I was trying to remember how that happened because I watched this movie in chunks oh, just yeah, because yeah. I was just, like, so busy this uh-huh. week. Um what was the the catalyst was, for that? Was uh, it was some type of asteroid thing that okay. like went into the water that he was drinking? Holy shit! Is this a prequel <laughs> to Brightburn? Yeah, I know, right? Um, I was like, I, I was, I almost stopped myself because I was like, did we talk about this already? But I was like, no, it's just another alien asteroid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just happened to yeah to happen it, this week. It, yeah. it seemed more like uh, you'd mentioned kind of Spider Man too. It, it makes me think of like Spider Man three. It was kind of like how Venom gets down there. It's like he just like mm-hmm. happens to land nearby and he gets it in his body and he's like has superpowers. Yeah. So yeah, pretty like standard sort of uh, idea of like a superhero origin story for this film. But again, mm-hmm. like a a unique take on it. So that was one of the things I liked about this movie is. Um, just because of the title of it, we know that somebody's going to end up with some type of extra normal mm-hmm. abilities, and the movie gets into that pretty quickly. Yeah. Like it's what the first five minutes or so that he drinks that that water that has been tainted. It's like, like you said, the asteroid came in, it um, radiated the ground, mm-hmm. and we have this weird like pre MCU like Marvel like <laughs> thing. You remember back in the day on like Spider Man and X Men and oh. like Ghost Rider, <laughs> yeah. they would always like have CGI that would like you'd be traveling through yeah. the logo or whatever, yeah. um, or like the X Men's DNA. It was kind of <laughs> yeah. like that, I but you totally you that. follow the the um, that toxicity like travel through the mm-hmm. ground and end up in the the drinking water, which the dad drinks and he gets superpowers. But is he the only one? Because we see other people like drinking from that same. Yeah, Water well you know, I kept as he's out running. I kept thinking that um, another superhero or villain was going to show up, like someone mm-hmm. else had drank yeah. the water, or like in final. I feel like that would be a maybe a Hollywood trope for this that would have happened, but uh, they really yeah. played this story a lot more personal than that. Like I kept waiting mm-hmm. for something more to happen, and it's like, no, it's just going to be this guy. So I'm yeah. like, okay, all right, <laughs> and there's no hey, more explanation, like that it hurts him or like anything. Like uh-uh. <laughs> it just has it in yeah, him. The- they they bring that up in the movie too. The uh, the daughters mm-hmm. lambasting the dad for not going to the doctor and getting checked up. It's like every time you use your powers, it it probably hurts you, right? And then the dad's like, "No, it's probably fine." Yeah, and they, it's never brought up again. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, they just like kind of glance at that for a second, but then like don't bring it up. But yeah, there's not not more to mm-hmm. the story really other than that. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, 
he the rest of the, I guess the the plot is that the the daughter's uh, you know unit and all these all the business owners and, and apartment dwellers and stuff there are kind of standing up to this construction t- company trying to take them over, and the dad you know is trying to reconcile with his daughter, but he has these new powers, and so that comes into play obviously. And um, and on that note, it, it made me think. There's a movie called um, Batteries Not Included from the '80s. That's like a Spielberg produced movie. Um, like an Amblin movie that has these like really fun little robots that fly around. Have you ever seen that before or heard of that? Yeah, I, I remember watching that when cool, I was younger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this made me think of that because that movie is about like a diner at the bottom of a, an apartment building and they're trying to like force them out. And it's like this quaint little story, but it has like these supernatural elements with these like alien, like tiny ships that are like funny little characters and stuff. So it's like, it, I like that movie a lot. I grew up on that movie and it's really quirky and goofy. And so this kind of like, touched my heart a little bit for that that kind of aspect mm-hmm. um it, it reminded me of that in a good way and it's like something that i don't i didn't expect for this movie that it's kind of a small personal story uh about this like mm-hmm. one block and their fight against like a corporate overlord or whatever so um it was interesting and uh that aspect i liked it's just other aspects were a little too silly or not, i don't know like i'm just not sure how i felt about them so yeah there were very cartoonish parts of mm-hmm. this where um the dad when he first discovers that he has powers he's like man he has like a a shitty apartment that he stays in he's laying down on the ground and he's uh trying to smoke a cigarette and he um does the thing in uh what is it mall rats where uh, is trying to (laughs) yeah like the force yeah use the force and uh, attract something to him i guess maybe star wars is probably a better pull for (laughs) that thing (laughs) something that that movie was referencing uh, that's fine. Star Wars. Yeah. You go with where yeah, the reference he's... hit your head. That's fine. You know, where in your brain it goes. That's fine. Yeah. So he ends up uh, force pulling the lighter to him. And then almost immediately he, he tests out his powers a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and it's very like the CGI in that yeah. scene was not great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the music too. That's when it kicked in. I was like, what? It's like circus music right there. That's how I describe it. It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah, took me out of it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like every time he tries to use his powers, there's this weird like circus slash uh, baseball stadium yeah. organ yeah. type music that that plays, yeah. and it's, it's so strange. And um, part of it was like, oh, is this supposed? Is this trying to be like um, like a seventies uh, uh, like black exploitation mm-hmm. type of score? Is that what they're going yeah. for? Because it doesn't work. That's the thing, it, yeah. It's weird every time. I'm like, maybe he has a unique vision here, but I'm not getting it. Like, right. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. what he's really trying to go for with this juxtaposition of this music with this scene and the seriousness yeah. of parts of the film. Like, yeah, not sure where that was coming from. Mm-hmm. I'd be very interested to hear some at, like some scenes with like different music and see how it reflects. Um, I really do feel that would change a lot of the movie for, for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, on top of that, they can edit out some of the um, the acting that he does, where he's trying to move things with his oh, mind. Yeah. He does these like weird, like man, he has some like crazy faces and like uh-huh. postures and and whatnot in this. He really contorts uh, his face and hands and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, where he's like building the the barricade for them. Like later, after everyone finds out he has abilities, he uh, builds that barricade and he's like booming his knees around, trying to mm-hmm. like shut a like a <laughs> yeah, door or something like so that stupid. it's just yeah. <laughs> they really spent some extra time oh my God. it reminded me of the uh, the scene in the Halle Berry Catman Catman Catwoman <laughs> movie 
where uh, they have like a basketball scene in there uh, for uh, whatever reason. It's like, uh, <laughs> you could have just taken that out. You didn't have, we weren't expecting you to do yeah. a basketball scene. <laughs> you don't uh, need it. We didn't need you to do like knee movements for this telekinetic power. So, yeah, it's you know, like really extended. <laughs> it, it's, a very, it's like the longest time we ever see him use his yes. powers like consistently. <laughs> that's, that's not like even longer than the the final scene towards the end of this movie where um well spoilers for this I was gonna say, are we just in movie, spoilers now cuz <laughs> yeah we're just in spoilers sure why not um the the end of the movie where um the daughter is kidnapped and she's in like that metal crate with the uh-huh. other um like SWAT yes, team or whatever yeah. and it uh starts to fall and she's trying to save the SWAT guy and the dad is he puts his foot on that railing mm-hmm. and is trying to pull the thing towards him which is is fine, but like earlier in the movie when he was building that barricade, he was just like oh, he wasn't yeah. braced on anything when he was he was like <laughs> he was floating, floating in the air <laughs> using like he was moving a minivan, uh-huh. just flying it down an entire street. <laughs> and on this time he's got like a little like carrier. It's probably yeah. the same weight as that minivan that's I don't know, forty yards from him or something uh-huh. like that. He could have I don't it's, know. It, yeah. It's not just not consistent. I yes, guess. there was some inconsistencies with the powers and stuff. But what I will give him credit for, I, I think you're 100 percent right on this aspect of it, uh, because it's it's kind of like why would he like? I kept thinking that thing isn't that heavy. It shouldn't take him yeah. this much power to move that. Even with all the people inside, all the guys with her and stuff, like that's I don't know. Like it still mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it was. It should have been that much of a struggle. However, I do like the aspects of this film where they explore essentially like what if a guy got superpowers, but this isn't even like a, you know, a cocky teenager. This is like a, uh, who, who could actually like probably run fast and do things anyway. This is like a, a middle-aged man who has been like, <laughs> yeah. uh, what we've seen, I guess is like, you know, a, a bomb most of his life, a, you know, a bad dude most of his life and stuff doesn't really do much. Bad ombre. Bad ombre, you might bad say. Ombre. That's the word you were looking for. <laughs> That's the one. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but so you get him like experiencing this stuff for the first time. So I do like how they explore like that. He might not, he's going to try new things all the time. He might not do the same thing each time because he doesn't realize like, oh, I could just stand upright. Like he was using a different kind of power maybe to like float in the air and do what he needed. But like this time he just braced himself really quick. You know, like, I don't know, like I could throw it in there and be like, you know what? He's figuring it out. Uh, but it does make for an inconsistent experience for like contrived plot devices, essentially, because that's what leads to him like dropping his daughter from that thing and her falling. Right. And it's like, it doesn't necessarily need to be that way. Uh, you should have just been able to like bring that carry over and set on the roof and be done. And so it kind of, right. yeah, yeah. And the plot feels a little too stupid. So that's where it kind of takes me out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, because it was the same director, but I don't know if the the writers were the same or if he wrote both this and Train to yeah, Busan or, or exactly what the the situation is. But yeah, the the writing just wasn't as um, as tight, uh-huh. and I don't think the characters were as well developed as uh, Train to Busan. And again, I feel bad for even like comparing the two. I know because it's tough he's, though. He's, he's, it's a totally different movie. Uh-huh. Um, not just that people are trapped on a on a thing trying to fight for survival. Yeah. But, um, just just in general it's just an overall different story yeah uh, i did look up um uh, train to busan was written by a different person park chusuk um so hmm, okay. uh, maybe that's part of it 
that this is like his, and that happened. So I, I was trying to compare this director to it, you know, any uh, other like Hollywood director that I've known as well, you know, that I saw like a film that blew me out of the water and then I've like tracked their career and like, it's like their second film is like, hmm, that's a departure from what I expected and I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. But then the third film might come back to what I liked about them or like, uh, like I said, I, I definitely see skill in this movie that there was some really interesting cinematography um, mm-hmm. with like how they use the powers and stuff. And um, I thought the editing was really good, but um, the story was really kind of weird and lacking to me. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't, we don't necessarily have to go into it right now, but I, I, I had imagined this as well as like a, a Hollywood reboot and like what they would do differently to like fit our audiences. And I think yeah. I, I, I'm not that against reboots in general, but, um, I understand the argument against them and I'm not always for like taking the best of Asian pop culture, especially cause we do that a lot, like for horror movies and stuff and, and mm-hmm. steal them and remake them. I, from the ones I've seen, generally the, the Asian originals were way better, um, but on this particular movie uh, that I didn't care for as much, uh, like I don't want to see the remake. I think they were doing like a remake of like Train to Busan. I feel like I heard that. Yeah. Uh, we might have talked mm-hmm. about it too, but I don't want to see that. Like Train to Busan is a perfect movie as it is. But this yeah. one, I'm like, I like the the premise, but I don't necessarily like the execution. And I think I might like a rebooted, like different version with the same idea, but maybe not so silly and stuff. I don't know. Like, I think there's more to it that I, I would have liked that they kind of went in different directions that I didn't care for. That's funny because I was kind of watching this with um, a similar eye mm-hmm. as I was always uh, watching the movie. Like, how how would this play out mm-hmm. if this were an American movie? Like, if it were... I don't know. I, I think maybe I give this movie a little bit more leeway since it's a, a foreign film. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think if the, the comedy was like this in an American version of this movie, I would like it. I would probably mm. be turned off yeah. by it. But since it's foreign, and I know have, they have you know different sensibilities and uh, you know different ways of doing mm-hmm. things, um, I, th- I think it probably didn't bother me as much. But yeah, if I, I wouldn't mind seeing a, an Americanized version of this mm-hmm. just to see how it would turn out. I mean, most of the story is there. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have to change much of anything it's not like a, a character is made entirely out of the korean flag or whatever you know it's like, like it's just a, a an adaptable story yeah. for sure you know? no yeah i feel that too um again it makes me think of like some old 80s movies like like the villain you're talking about who's uh, amazing um uh, yeah she is like she walks in you don't expect her she's like a young uh woman executive of this company mm-hmm. or whatever and she is ruthless and yes like a psychopath i guess a sociopath yeah. um but it's like it feels almost like an 80s trope of like they have like all the characters it's like the bad developer who has all the henchmen and all the henchmen are there and like <laughs> ab- above true, him yeah. he has like the boss but it's like a twist on it and it's like a young female boss but she's like super crazy and uh really calculating and it's like her scenes are like phenomenal and but it's like they play with some tropes that i I'm not sure, like, again, I like the story and that, that stuff could all stay, but, like, maybe take most of the comedy away from it. And, mm-hmm. like, what if this was a more, like, serious story? I think I would have liked that, like, an Americanized version. And it's, like, yeah. take that away and it's more serious. The music is more intense, uh, more mm-hmm. standard. Like, it's it's weird because I think I'm not applauding this movie enough for, like, how different it's trying to be. Um, I didn't even connect until yeah. I read online that essentially Trey Dubasson is like, you know, his take on a standard zombie genre, which he does really well. And this is his take on the superhero genre. But maybe I'm like, it's a little too different. It's a little too weird for me. 
Um, yeah. But I still like the bones of it, so I can see the potential there, but I, I maybe wanted different things or more things, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the, the main protagonist, like you said, she was just like, she was great. She I was the best her. part of this movie. Yeah. Like every time she was on screen, it was just captivating yeah. to watch. Um, and, uh, because you never really know what she's going to do. Like the first time we see her, she's having a, a meeting with, um, the head of that development company and then his right hand man who was <laughs> just constantly just like being a fuck up, I guess, but he's allowed to do it or whatever. <laughs> like he, yeah. he, he videotapes things, oh, but, yeah. uh, also he has, he has like an accounting degree or whatever. Um, uh, like I, I liked him. It was just like so <laughs> yeah. bizarre that he was there, but, um, he's an educated henchman. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, she shows up, and she's like, "Okay, so so what do we have going on?" She just seems like she's real bubbly mm-hmm. and you know friendly and everything. But then uh, she calls in her men, and uh, they just start roughing yeah. the developer up. And uh, oh, it's fucked up. You see her like walk to the window and like, kind of look away, and she pulls up her phone and starts recording audio, and she's like pretending like she's trying to stop the uh, the guys from. Um, from the assault, but uh, she just has to have that on file, mm-hmm. has to have something on record for that happening. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty devious. <laughs> that was the psychopathic part. I was like, she gets, sits down and she's like, did I sound fake? Like, it was like, right. <laughs> oh my God, you're terrifying. And I loved after that, though, the uh, the, the servers come back in, the the two women mm-hmm. come back in for, for the second course, and the dude is like yeah. bleeding on the ground, and she's just like, uh, I just sets his food on the floor in front of him, like in his pile of blood. <laughs> And he's like, "Thank you. It looks delicious." Yeah. <laughs> <Just> cracking up. <laughs> and uh, and that lady, she's like, "Oh, your chair got broken in the fight." He's like, "No, it's, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine right here. I'll yeah. I'll stand." So I mean, like, obviously, like that comedy was funny. Like we're both laughing about it, but yeah. Uh, and that, like, I don't mind some of the comedy or you know some serious movies having comedy, but it also like I think I would have preferred that scene without that. Like I didn't need it, but it was funny. I don't. I, I, I just don't yeah. necessarily need any of it in there, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, they had some some really weird, funny moments. So <laughs> yeah, it's it was an interesting movie for sure. Um, I don't know that I'd recommend it as much as like Train to Busan, but uh, yeah. there's definitely something there. So mm-hmm. um, also, this movie is uh, is a wordy bitch. Um, <laughs> there's so many subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Like I was constantly like getting lost Me because there are people okay, like. Cool speaking over each other and it has like both bits of their dialogue at the same time yeah but if they have continuing sentences like the top line will be the first person second line is the 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 uh the second person but those lines continue on to the next screen mm. or the next set of dialogue that shows up on screen it's just like wait who said what yeah, who's gonna, yeah. what what is happening and it's almost like a um uh man i was uh who's the guy that did um <laughs> who uh, who does the west wing aaron sorkin yeah. yes it's almost like an aaron sorkin yeah. thing because like people are just speaking just like but it's just constantly yeah, in this. but not like aaron sorkin quality writing <laughs> so it's just like the talking right yeah, yeah. just like exposition almost yeah. but uh yeah it's a it's, i found myself having to um mm. go back 10 seconds on on netflix just to catch up on some of the dialogue because I wasn't sure like what was important yeah. and what was just like general chatter or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a lot to read it was, way more than train to be. I don't, I don't mind subtitles at all, but I'm with you. Um, like I generally try, like I really do try to, to watch most of my movies instead of like being on my iPad and stuff. But, 
Um, yeah. I'll glance down and stuff and, you know, it depends on the movie or whatever. But, uh, and for the podcast, I generally like to try to pay attention, you know, like I want to be able to talk about everything, but I was like, I haven't watched a movie in a while that I literally couldn't look away at any second because I would lose like yes. the thread of what was happening or like who was talking. So I'm with you. It was, I didn't think about it so much, but yeah, it's a wordy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it gave options because I, I wanted to, to watch this in its native language as well, uh-huh. but also uh, it's a lot of dialogue to keep track of. So I thought, man, you know what? I just am trying to get through this movie uh-huh. <laughs> so we can talk about it on the, on the show. Maybe there's like an English version of the, um, of the audio mm-hmm. that I can watch, uh, and there is not. There is audio in Spanish, Korean, of course, Brazilian Portuguese, hmm. and uh, Korean audio description. So no English option. Okay, yeah. uh, there's just English and, and subtitles only. But uh, yeah, and I don't know uh, that much Spanish. <laughs> unless they're like, mm, like... <laughs> Paquito Moss. I'm like, oh, very little. All right. You watch a South Korean movie in Spanish to try to get through it better. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of oh, Psychokinesis? Yeah. It was muy bueno. <laughs> Oh my god, um, yeah. Uh, I I don't ever really watch any movies like dubbed. It, it throws me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, honestly, yeah, I'm kind of with you that like to look for the option. Like that could have helped, uh, kind of get you through it a little bit. Uh, just so I can look away from exactly the screen at all. Just for every once in a while. like I just want to be able to watch <laughs> the actors act a little there bit. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, because that's my thing. Like people complain about subtitles because they're like, I don't want to read. I want to watch the movie. And I'm like, I, you mm-hmm. get to do both. Like you just bounce back and forth. Um, and yeah. I always feel like I, I actually put on like closed captioning a lot when I'm watching anything because I feel like it helps me understand really what's happening. And I don't really miss anything that way. Um, it never mm-hmm. bothers me. But yeah, whenever you can't really look away at all to even watch like <laughs> what's happening on screen, that's a little difficult. So yeah, with you. Train to Busan has like a perfect balance yeah. of that. Like you can read what's happening and then you they give it time to breathe so the mm-hmm. actors can can do their acting but um but yeah yeah i mean i i can't complain like i'm sure if you're just korean it's like it's just a movie they're just talking dude but yeah <laughs> i know it's a <laughs> yeah. silly complaint but like it was hard <laughs> yeah that's a lot yeah it wouldn't deter me but uh but yeah as long as you know that going in if someone's gonna watch this then uh be prepared to read a lot <laughs> yeah for sure for sure uh, did you have anything else you know, on on this movie? Like I I didn't I didn't take notes mm-hmm. because I just was I watched this movie in like four different installments yeah. just because I didn't have enough time to watch it all at yeah. once. But um, plus I had to give my eyes a break. <laughs> so I was constantly reading. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I uh, I broke it up over uh, last night and this morning, and uh, but it, yeah, it wasn't so bad. Um, I don't really have much more to say. I'm trying to think. There there was a few things. Um, I'm looking at a picture right now online of uh, him breaking out of the jail uh, cell, which I thought was yeah. interesting. Uh, that was one of the parts when they showed it up close. I was like, God, these effects are so bad. But when they pulled back and showed the destruction that happens in the room, they look really good. It's like any of the times they do it yeah. close up, it's kind of off. Uh, but then a mix in that scene, right? Like some was, some was good and some was bad. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. there were some cool moments. I, I think that like I liked his daughter and I liked the villain way more than I liked the actual guy uh, yeah. would be my, my big complaint. Like you are saying, like when he contorts himself, I really thought that that again was like a really overdone. I don't, I, I, I understand it's going to take a great power from him 
And it's a different type of take on the superhero genre because usually they just kind of use their powers and it's like, oh, wow, they can just use it, right? Mm -hmm. And this is like a real struggle for him to contain that. Um, It just, again, was like over the top silly of how contorted he makes his face and like using his knees to lock that door was so stupid. Like, like, (laughs) why is he kicking his knees around? And like... Wouldn't you have liked to have been on set that day <laughs> right. and be like, okay, here's what we're doing. Seriously. What, doing. what if that was like a, uh, um, a reshoot? <laughs> like, like, we need more. Okay, so the audience got most of it, but they were like very confused as to how he could just shut that, oh that metal grate or whatever it was. So what I'm going to have you yeah. do, we're going to have to have you change pants. We're going to have to put you back in those original hero pants. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really need you to do some knee work. <laughs> Knee work. Okay. How are your knees? Yeah. Really, really get them into it. We need to see the acting mm. through your knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so silly. It's like, um, and it, like I said, it goes on for so long. Uh, and then he starts locking the door. And at the end, he just crushes it all yeah. and it just stays. And I was like, yeah. So it's like, what? What's even the just point? Just do that. <laughs> yeah. Just do <laughs> that next that time. Funnier? Also, you just moved a minivan effortlessly. <laughs> yeah, so I. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah, I think him, that was, it's hard for him to be, I don't even know that he's like the main character. I think his daughter is, but, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, the, the action of the story, the, uh, the impetus of everything is still him. So, uh, without him being my, my favorite characterization, uh, it's kind of like, all right, that, that kind of hurts the movie a little bit too. So that's where I think that, uh, a different movie like this could have just been done differently or, you know, remake. Uh, could maybe mm-hmm. fix that kind of stuff where I'd be like, just don't don't go so over the top. Well, in again, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to compare this movie to Train to Busan. <laughs> it's so good. Um, we've, we've held up the that, whole time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, in in Train, it had um, an unlikable dad in that movie, but we get to see his redemption, and we like feel for him, and we're like. Um, I don't want to spoil that movie yeah. if, if no one has, has seen it, but um, the uh, the dad has his arc and we we he gets us on his mm. side. Um, that doesn't really happen in this movie. Like yeah. I go from like wow this guy's kind of a, a prick to ambivalent yeah. about <laughs> him. Like I and I don't know where where that disconnect lies mm-hmm. or like what could have been done necessarily to um, to rectify that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I feel um, like some of the beats are there. Like, he gives himself up for... Like, he saves them all, he gets them away, and then he, like, gives himself up for his daughter. But, like, there's not really that emotional punch that you should feel there. I don't really feel a connection yeah. to Yeah. And even if he, like, died somehow... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing. If this took place in America, <laughs> there'd be fucking gunfire oh, yeah. everywhere. But nobody <laughs> has that. Yeah, at all. That's funny. Yeah. No, they're just, like, throwing Molotov cocktails. Those they've got. Yeah, right. They've got plenty of those. That's funny. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no guns. Um, but like, even if he died, that really doesn't, it's almost the same as him going to jail for the purposes of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like at the very end, he gets out of prison and then the daughter yells at him to help her out at, uh, at her like outside eatery place. Uh But I mean, that's, that's it. Like she forgives him, I guess, Yeah. but we don't get it till like the very (laughs) end and we don't really see that that connection really yeah and like obviously i I just finished it right before the podcast i know how that how that ends but i didn't really even connect it until you just said it out loud that it's like her mom helped her at the like at the restaurant and now her dad is but i'm like it feels like like, dad help me out replace mom and it's just like wait what like 
It yeah. doesn't feel like uh, that. Almost feels like they were trying to do some symmetry there in the film, but that's like a really weird way to do. Like he can't replace that role, and like uh, I don't know, maybe taking that too far. I hadn't thought about it before, but and the movie when I watched it, I was just like, okay, this is like a silly ending. Like he's just gonna start working here yeah. now or whatever. Like for one, mm-hmm. they they just released him from jail with his powers. <laughs> like okay, and like he literally just walks out. Like he's yeah. like walking down the street. <laughs> and a polo they, they gave him. I think I thought about that during the movie. I was like, did they give him all these like yeah. where did old he clothes? get this? Yeah, <laughs> old like business casual clothes. Um, what he what he's got these powers the entire time. He probably could have just murdered just, somebody <laughs> and just like take their. I thought about it. Um, he they're taking him away. He like gives himself up and like holds his hand out for the cuffs. And the guy is like really you know doesn't want to handcuff him and stuff. And uh, they take him away, and I was like, I guess they're just like, he's cooperating. But, like, in America, again, I feel like uh, he would have just been like, yeah, two cops out of the, like, 50 or 100 that are here take me away, and I'll just beat you guys up later, and I'll leave. Uh, But, no, he (laughs) just goes to jail, and then four years later, he just gets out, and that's it. Yeah. And it's just like— Wearing somebody else's clothes. Yeah, everybody's fine with that. Uh, But I was like, (laughs) if you were to take him away, it's it's like handcuffing a guy with a gun, but being like, you can keep the gun. But we're gonna drive you to a new location, like they, yeah. like you know, like in X Men and stuff, they explore like how do you contain Magneto, you know, how do you contain superheroes? But like they don't go into that at all. They're just kind of like, well, he's in the world, so uh, let's just keep him in normal jail <laughs> and uh, release him <laughs> in a few years. And that just seems so weird to me. So is he gonna be in his own special cell? No, no general pop, just, general yeah. pop. Uh, yeah, he'll be fine. So he still has his powers. He could just break out at any time and fly away. He literally just fly away. Yeah. Yeah, but he's getting three hots and a cot, yeah, right? so, I mean, he's not going to go anywhere. Speaking of three hots, uh, I did uh, – so it's like when he shows up at the end, he gets released from jail, and he shows up, and then it's like, help me out. And then he starts using his powers again to, like, deliver beer around, and everybody, like, cheers. I was like, what is this? But then when it goes over to her sign, and the very last thing you see is superpower chicken, I was like, I fucking love this yeah. movie. Like yeah, that's what I know. turned me. I, I thought it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's like it, it, again, I don't like the contorted face that he does, but they you, like the logo that they use with his hands kind of it's good. glowing in the in the neon. Yeah, it's really good. And Superpower Chicken is a fucking great name. So that was like Hell it yeah. turned me right at the end, and like I was like, all right, I'll give you a few extra points for that, man. That was pretty good. So I'm gonna make a quick digression yeah. here since you brought uh, Superpower Chicken. Yeah. Um, so Brandy and I went to Arkansas last weekend. Mm-hmm. She had a, a run that she was doing. And uh, on our way there, we pet man, fucking Arkansas, <laughs> dude. Like, we, the place we were going was just like a series of small towns mm-hmm. to get to another oh, yeah. smaller town. And uh, we drove through this one town, and they had this <laughs> restaurant, he said with a question mark. <laughs> the name of it was Chicken Store, Ooh. and it looked run down as fuck. Yeah. And um, it was... I don't know why you would ever want to buy chicken from this uh-huh. place. Uh, it's uh, it's not good, <laughs> but they are now a show sponsor. So please use coupon code Salmonella to lose your life immediately. <laughs> so you did stop though, right? Oh yeah, like an uh-huh. adventure. I'm uh, I'm in the process of dying oh, right cool, now. Cool, cool. So yeah, yeah. Brent's actually recording. So if you can post this episode, that'd be great. <laughs> Brent's actually recording this from the toilet. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he no longer has intestines. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. No, I'm like, uh, what's her name from Saga? Just that floating oh, yeah, ghost girl. Go. Got my intestines oh, hanging yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my digression from that is, I, I saw yeah. uh, like a TV spot for Runaways uh, coming back, oh, and yeah. I was like, someone said like, 
something about like Marvel like pumping so much money and like effort into the show that people need to watch and I was like yes it has dinosaurs let's do this <laughs> and we get it all at once too oh, this time they're like we're not even oh, better milking it out anymore yeah, yeah. awesome yeah I'm excited for that so uh, so yeah I just wanted to make sure to mention the uh, fried chicken place at the end of this because I really that honestly when I saw that I, like it gave like a few uh, percentage points knocked it up a little bit yeah so. it did too I was like wait what is yeah. this and then I was like Okay, oh, yeah, 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 you got good. me. You got me. Um, especially because, like, there. Let's let's be real. Um, as we find out, ooh, like Cypress Hill. Here we go. Uh, as we find as we find out um, throughout the course of the movie, whenever these people are trying to protect their stores and stuff in their homes, and they uh, like the the SWAT team like chases them up the stairs to the roof, and they like push that guy off the railing because the railing was like rusted as fuck and it was dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think this place should be condemned. I'm pretty sure of it. Like, <laughs> you guys kind of live and work in a shithole. And then at the end of the yeah. movie, they all have like a food truck mart. And I was like, this is way better, guys. You should have just yeah. moved. Uh, it seemed like yeah. it worked out okay. Uh, and nobody would have had to die or anything. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of on board with the, not the contractors, but like on the idea of just like maybe reevaluate things. Like the dad was saying, like, maybe you guys should just leave. I'm kind of like, maybe he yeah. was right, you know? Have- have you ever seen the movie Ratatouille? Oh, yeah. The Pixar mm-hmm. movie? Uh, this movie has a little bit of that, mm-hmm. where they're constantly being plagued by, oh, no, Gusto's died. The restaurant's going to fail without him. Yeah. And then, so they have this whole storyline <laughs> about the rat trying to save the restaurant. And then, you know, everything is revealed. Uh, the super harsh food critic mm-hmm. was like, man, I was ready to hate this, but it was delightful. It took me back to my childhood at the very end of the movie. Spoilers for yeah. Ratatouille. Uh, restaurant closes anyways, but then they're like, oh, we'll just open a new one. And it's like, okay, I, I, oh, all right. And they're super successful. <laughs> the <laughs> end. <laughs> so it's like, well, what's even, what's, okay, cool, I, I guess. guess. I mean, it seems like the whole movie was pointless. Yeah. They could have just opened a new thing, but uh, I, Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, uh, I don't remember what, I can't remember what the, the commercial you were talking about in the beginning of this film, what her old place was called. Um, okay yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't know, but uh-uh. but uh, chicken store. Yeah, ch- <laughs> it's called chicken store. So it's like you have yeah. a much better name now. Uh, like mm-hmm. her, her superpower chicken and a little food truck. That sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah, you're doing. It seems like you're doing pretty well. So <laughs> I like that at the end. Pl- plus, you're giving out these giant mugs of beer. Yeah, and somebody irresponsibly put like. I don't know, 30 of those on one single tray? <laughs> like, it didn't look like it was that much until he started using his powers, like, and, like, whoa. he started lifting them up, and it was just, like, almost like a, a scene out of Beauty and the Beast or whatever. They were just, like, all spiraling in the air and yeah, everything. Right. Be our gu- if it ended with Be Our Guest, I would have been like, all right, that takes it up a few notches, too. I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> you reused it. Uh, right. I thought, too, though, uh, whenever he lifts them up, he's like, I want to use my powers, and they start floating towards people, and I'm like, he doesn't know where those go. He just got there. He just stepped in the kitchen and it's like, I'm just going to hand food out. And it's like, no, take a second. Read the tickets. You know, yeah. like there's an order to these things. Restaurants are very hard to run. Uh, you can't just go flying beer around to people. You don't know where that goes, man. So yeah. I had a huge problem with that, obviously. Very. <laughs> no stars. <laughs> take it all away. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't really have anything else. Uh, how about you? No, I think I'm I think I'm good. Um cool. You said that you probably wouldn't recommend this movie. I don't know. I, I definitely 
It's hard, yeah. right? It's kind of a kind of a, a middle of the road yeah. type thing. It's more like I wouldn't stray away if someone mentioned it. I would be like, yeah, check it out. If, if someone else brought it to me, like they were like, have you seen it? If mm-hmm. I were to, for some reason, bring it up in conversation or like see it around and I was like, yeah, I watched that. Like, it's not that it's like a bad movie and I wouldn't recommend it. It's just like, I, I love to tell everybody about Train to Busan. Uh, I want yeah. everybody to see that movie. And I think I've seen it four times now. Um, and I'm like, yeah. I could watch it so many more times. Like, uh, after watching this one, I, de- I definitely want to watch it soon again, you know? Right, um, yeah. So that one's just so good. And this one's mm-hmm. just like, okay. So yeah, that's, that's more the thing, I guess, for me. So we've seen three of his films so far. Mm-hmm. We've seen Train to Busan, obviously. Uh, we've seen Soul Station. We've seen Psychokinesis. Would you watch another movie of his if it came out on Netflix or whatever? Yeah, like a newer movie or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like would, whatever his next project yeah, is. Yeah, I would definitely uh, pay attention to what he's coming out with uh, next. Uh, and I'd be kind of curious to see some of his older stuff, some of the animated stuff you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I feel like I didn't really like Soul Station that much, right? I feel like... Uh, um, it wasn't as good again. again it's hard yeah. it's so hard because it's so adjacent to Train to Busan yeah. it's set in the same world um, but it's it's own thing I remember the animation bothering yeah, me um, yeah, yeah but I ended up buying that movie mm-hmm. uh, to watch it originally so I've, you own it. I've got it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will probably go back and rewatch it at some uh-huh. point but um, I think it was good and there I remember there being some kind of twist toward the end of the movie mm-hmm. that I don't quite remember so yeah, I would definitely go back and probably watch rewatch Soul Station before yeah. I rewatch Psychokinesis. But yeah. I definitely give his more of his projects a chance just because he's built such like good faith with uh, Train to Busan. For sure. For me. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, he's one to watch. Uh, I think this is a weird departure, but again, it makes me more almost more more curious to see what he'll come out with um, if he can do both of those films, you know, two years apart, in a, you know, in a row. Uh, yeah. What else could he do? What's in that brain of his? Uh, it's fascinating. So I still think he has a good yeah. eye, and I still think uh, he's someone to follow. So, yeah, I'd be excited to see what else he comes out with. Yeah, definitely, cool. definitely. Well, that was our discussion of psychokinesis. If you are interested in it and, uh, you know, want to catch up on reading, just to say you've read a movie, mm. go ahead and check it out <laughs> on Netflix. Uh, again, it came out this year, the year of our Lord Carl, mm. 2018. Um, and we are rapidly approaching the end of this year. But... Uh, We've got a, a couple of uh, Christmas episodes yeah. to get to later this year. And uh, this is going to start with our next episode. Yep. As uh, Dr. Dre would say. Oh, okay, Woody. Yeah, there's a there's a song called the next episode. Anyway, <laughs> so that joke landed. <laughs> all right. So. Well, sometimes. It's all on my end. Yeah, I don't, I don't hip-hop. Uh, so <laughs> I don't. You don't sports. I don't hip to the You hop. don't hip-hop. Yeah. So uh, I'm not really sure. (laughs) Uh, So on our next episode, we are going to discuss a little movie by the name of Star Wars. (laughs) And by movie, I mean a holiday special that aired on TV on CBS back in the day. That's right. We are the only podcast, besides a bunch of other ones, that are brave enough to discuss the Star Wars holiday special. I like that brave enough. Like it's like people that climb Everest now. It's like that's a really mm-hmm. big feat. I mean, you made it through the Star Wars Christmas special. That's bad. Uh, yeah. But it's like after everybody did it, you just kind of followed along. So, but <laughs> what if somebody was like five eighths of the way up Everest, and then like mm-hmm. there's somebody waiting up there. There's a little uh, hut, mm-hmm. and somebody 
when they see people coming out, they walk out there and they're like, okay, just to forewarn you, you're almost there. You can see the tip, just the tip up there. Once you get up there, you have to watch the entire Star Wars holiday special <laughs> and the people just throw themselves down the mountain. Uh, man, I think that's, yeah, that's like two big feats in a row. So it's like, it's like too much for most people to even handle. But uh, man, the people that make it up there and make it through that. Mm-hmm. Heroes, champions, you know. Yeah. yeah. I hear Two Big Feats was the original working title for Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Can we do a Harry yeah. and the Hendersons episode? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that movie. Um, so, yeah, the Star Wars holiday mm-hmm. special, um, you know, it's hard to find mm. unless you have a service like, I don't yep. know, YouTube. Oh. You could probably find it streaming somewhere. Mm. It's not anything that you can buy, but I hear tell. Mm. That you probably find out on YouTube. Fuck yeah, man. So, um, and we're hoping to have a special guest. We'll see how that works out. But, uh, but yeah, so our Star Wars holiday special. George Lucas is going to be here. <laughs> You're not easy being green. <laughs> I was like, that's a really good George Lucas, uh, Kermit the Frog, like as mm-hmm. one unit. Uh, but I yeah. really saw it. I can see him standing in front of me. Mm. Interesting. Yay! <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Star, the Star Wars Holiday Special, uh, watch it. I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but bad things about yeah. it. Uh, Hideous Energy did an episode of it, or about it last year, I believe. And we like to copy uh, people, so. Yeah, ab- absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, one of our, the things I would love to do on this podcast is eventually go over all the Star Wars movies. Uh-huh. Uh, we've done all the, the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we'd be doing ourselves a disservice we wouldn't be completionists mm. if we did not discuss the Star Wars Holiday Special. There you go. And you know what? Might as well do yeah. it now. Get it out of the way. <laughs> Grip it, rip it. You know, <laughs> move on. Have you ever seen this before? No, uh, I was about to say, um, as, a, as big of a Star Wars fan and as big of a Christmas fan, you'd think I might have watched this, but I don't remember this from my childhood at all. Um, I've obviously heard about it over the years, but it, it has been hard to find uh, over the years because yeah. George Lucas basically wanted nobody to see it again but because <laughs> yeah. it's really bad apparently but I am uh, I think I've seen like you know clips here and there uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I've never seen it in full and I am very excited to try so well if you've ever wanted to know how B. Arthur could possibly <laughs> interact with the Star Wars universe here is your chance <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. And I hope we have a special guest. Uh, that's always fun. And uh, otherwise, yeah. yeah, we'll do some Christmas stuff. And uh, yeah, it'd be good. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I think that is going to do it. Do you have anything else uh, on, uh, on your end? No, I'm good. Did you want to oh. yeah, go through our... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, uh, yep. <laughs> I know. I, I said that I was weird, like, but, is he uh, wanting me yeah. to go through them now? Or like, are we signing off and just like skipping it? I don't know. <laughs> Again, that was on me. Um, okay, so if you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, pop culture, combat contender, or something specific that you want us to discuss, be sure to let us know. You can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod, which stands for let's talk about stuff. I know we haven't revisited that in a while. I imagine you can probably piece that together, but just in case, it's right there. It's spelled out for you, literally. And be sure to follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. All right. So uh, until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. It's pronounced crayon. Let's Let's talk talk later. later.
친구들의 꿈을 나는다 알아 여자 가슴 한번 만져보게 아무것도 안 하면서 부럽다고 싫어하는 fuckboy들이랑은 아무 fuckway I, I am writing that into the, <laughs> the fucking ground yeah. I thought you were going to say you're writing it into the script um, Oh, that would make more sense yeah. <laughs> Either way, uh, Sarah is listening to the show still, by the way Because we saw her uh, yesterday And she said, uh, I also say crayon And I was like, oh And she was like, I just got to that episode So she's just a few behind, I guess uh, oh. But uh, so she she says it the she right says way. it the right way, and I conceded to her yeah. face as well that I know that that's the right way to say it. Mm-hmm. It's just I didn't grow up that way, and I said crown like I say like crown to her, and she was like, Ugh, I don't like it, <laughs> or something, something like that. <laughs> so she's with you. She supports you one hundred percent. Hey, good job, Sarah. I appreciate it. Okay, so I was thinking of a a sync word, um, unless you have one that you wanted to use. Okay, so in honor of the movie we'll be discussing today, I think the best word to use is the word that was repeated five to six hundred times. The sync word today is gosh. Yeah, okay. All right. So, gosh on three. One, two, three. Gosh. gosh. Throw, throw a little goofy at you. So, yeah. <laughs> You're frozen again. Oh, great. So, I was like, try to play through that a little bit. Uh, it ah, might, I don't yeah. know, it might be what we need to do to, fin- to finish out. Because I can hear you just fine. <clears throat> It's just hard to, to get cues. Son of a bitch. Yeah. I wonder why it keeps doing that. I don't that. know why you'd be closer to the internet source. And it would be I'm, worse. I am practically <laughs> sitting inside the internet right now. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Man. Lawnmower Man. I don't think Lawnmower Man had a cool theme song like that, but I think it should. The, the, first, the first CGI superhero? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That, have you actually seen that movie, Lawnmower Man? Yeah, a long oh, time ago. Yeah, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just remember being like, the special effects were like really bad. Like I can picture them still, and it's like, ooh man, that was like early CGI. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> but it was like nothing I'd ever seen yeah, back then. Yeah. You know, so I was like, wow, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like really like, like uh, weird visuals too. It's not just like yeah. bad like CGI or whatever. It's like they also like went to like really weird dream and like computer places and stuff. So. Yeah, very interesting. Hey, yo, yo, hold up, hold up. Bring that beat back real quick, man. Yo, y'all can't do this without your boy Flo, man. Yeah. Mmm, I don't know, she will marry to the game. I can throw on out with the bouquet. Mmm, co-ex, but I want to never show my moon and muscle like a fishing in the buffet. You can have it, you see through nothing but big skinny dip it down the bouquet. Who must have got if you forgot that I'm hot, then I'm coming at you like a dookie. That I have it too far for you to follow. You would never reach the key like I never got to own it. So to get the cream, won't let it flow, be the tone. Say that she take it in like a Google. For a course, real, I'ma get the money in the tummy, I'ma make room. Six and nine, they got 20 key days. I'm gonna separate the yoni coming so on. Remember, I got paid a lot of money for this, and it only aired in Japan. Ichiban. Ichiban, lipstick for men. Ichiban, lipstick for men. Saiko. 